guys, what's going on? Um, welcome back to After the Siren. Uh, I am one of your hosts, as always, Jarvis. And again, as with me, as always, is the lovely... Nisha Hapel. Thanks for joining us, guys. How was your week, Jarvis? Um, yeah. Uh, what happened this... I honestly don't even know what happened this week. It's been such a blur, I think, because it's all holidays at the moment. I've been flat out at work. That's true. So I've hardly been even thinking about anything besides going in and dealing with 160 kids every other <laughs> hour so um just busy with for me for work um obviously today i've had a bit of a issue with some car crashes and stuff like that nothing too major and but by car crashes he means car crash there were not multiple it was just one just one <laughs> um but uh yeah nothing too serious just a dented bumper for me and a, a little scratch for someone else so you know who gets off worse and still in trouble <laughs> it's me um not bitter about it at no, all no i'm not um but yeah just been a busy 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 week of school holidays how have you been nishi i've been good i've been again when you go on school holidays it means it's busier for you when we go on school holidays it's a lot quieter for me so i've had very little work to do but a lot of uni assignments so i've got three assignments due over the next three days hence why i am here recording a podcast to procrastinate getting those assignments done yeah i feel that as a classic same. uni student would do um but never other do than the work. that <laughs> never do the work you do everything else besides the work and then when the work uh, um, catches up you ask for an extension <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do yeah. i've never asked for an extension mm, you should try what it. a queen um i i'm just trying to think what else i did i watched a lot of footy obviously because i didn't have much else on unlike me and yeah just saw a couple friends got some drinks, all of the above so yeah it's been a good weekend Shall we get straight into our top footy moments? Sure. Do you want to go first with this one for this week? Yeah, I will. Um, So my top footy moment comes out of the preliminary final between the Brisbane Lions and the Collingwood Magpies, which was obviously a very close and exciting contest. We're going to get a little bit more into that. Um, But I'd like to specifically honour or acknowledge the Brisbane Lions Ford craft. So we've had some regular culprits down there in... um, Dakota Davidson and uh, she's got a little sidekick Greta Bodie helping out and between them they kicked five goals Ooh. and uh, in a game where accuracy really played a part in the final result to get the five goals on the board mm-hmm. was uh, really really important and if you just go back and watch those highlights you'll see how skilled these girls really are they were very exciting, fantastic goals. Couple from a from a standing start from a um, mark inside 450, mm-hmm. and another couple goals where they just uh, ran on and and handled pressure fantastically. So, congratulations to those girls who are going through to a grand final yes. on Saturday against the Crows, obviously. So very, very exciting stuff. But I reckon if the Brisbane Lions can you know keep their scoring and accuracy up. They go, that'll go a long way to winning them a prem. Well, you would hope so. It's just their time lucky. That <laughs> uh, was grand final in last three years, mm. right? So hopefully they're actually able to take home the trophy this year. But who who knows? We'll get to that a little bit later anyway. Yes. Um, in terms of my top footy moment, it comes from the uh, another Brisbane, actually. Oh, we've got very enough. full Brisbane. Yeah. Um, it was part of the Brisbane Dogs game this weekend. And it comes from none other than Joe Danaher kicking, Joey Danaher. kicking a uh, tremendous goal. It was. I, it was 
a do bit you of think luck. he meant to do that though? hundred percent not. No, he just <laughs> meant to try to. I think he went for a ping, and and by the looks of it, obviously, if you guys haven't seen the goal, Danaher was in the um, the right pocket, um, just outside fifty, mm. or maybe on the fifty line, I think, and he's kicked it, and somehow the ball has dribbled right into the goals. I think there was probably maybe a centimeter between the ball mm. and the goals when it dribbled in. It looked like it really was a sharp turn. But from 50 out to triple a ball and it's yeah, pretty... Yeah, on an angle. <laughs> yeah, pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it was like right next to the boundary. It's not easy to do if that's what he was trying to do. I mean, if you can do that all the time, I think Brisbane have uh, picked a up a weapon. A, a weapon. <laughs> but um, I feel like it was a one-time thing. But still, none other. A very great goal um, by one of the big key forwards for this year. Yes, we are a fan of the big key forwards this year and we are watching them very closely. Um, We're going to get straight into our news stories, and I'm very excited about this first story. Um, So we're just going to be covering the news stories um, that came out of the AFLW game on the weekend. Um, Sorry, games. We had, obviously, the Crows and the Ds battle it out. Um, The Crows Mm. came out victors. Yes, Um, very poor performance from Melbourne by the looks of it. It was. They struggled to score. The accuracy was off. Anyway, so the final result was five goals, three behinds, 33 to the Crows, and one goal, nine behinds, 15 to the Demons. So really sprayed it and wasted it around the goals. Mm, that's what you need the most is near the goals, I would assume, if you know, you're trying to be a top footy player. But. Yeah, who's, who stood out in that game for you? Um, for me, it was um, Ebony Marinoff. I mean, have you seen? Yeah, can't go past it? her. Uh, she got 35 disposals and 13 tackles. 13 um, tackles. Massive for the women's Huge. league. Um, Huge. So, yeah, so she's done really well there. Uh, was a key part of the Crows kind of coming on top uh, of the Ds. Well, you so, know what I always say. You can't you win the game say? if you don't have the ball. And Ebony Marinoff seemed to have the ball. So Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, along with her, her partner in crime, Erin uh, Phillips, also scored the first two goals of the match, which... You know, goals were hard to come by in that first half particularly, so she did a great job of getting on the bir- on the board early. Now, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows for Adelaide. Tell us what's happened and what's the sound. Yeah, right? it seemed like in the first uh, first quarter, what was it, maybe like 10 minutes in, maybe a little bit less than that, um, Chelsea Randall had a big collision with... Um, um, I'm going to butcher this last name. <laughs> Do you want to go? You want to say this last name? I will. It yeah. was with Eliza McNamara. Yeah, I was going to um, butcher that. There's and no way I was that. they both ladies came off due to the concussion rule yep. and didn't return to the field. And unfortunately for Chelsea Randall, one of the Crows co-captains, it means she will miss the grand final next week. Unlucky. But to be fair, she already has a couple... Um, a couple of prems on the red belt, so she I does. mean, missing out on one is not going to be too bad. Oh, Bris- don't tell that to her. Um, unless, unless Brisbane win, you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, from what I saw, the angle I saw it, it didn't look like Randall took anything on the head, but apparently she must have from different angles. Mm. It looked like the collision between her and Eli- Eliza. Eliza, sorry. Yes. Um, Eliza took a lot more of it, and she looked like she was about to get up, as we saw before, mm. and just crumbled back down. So. Big collision there. Sad for Randall not miss, missing the grand final, but again, she does have a couple prems on the red belt yeah, already. Yeah, so, I, I mean, wouldn't want her to hear that. But um, I mean, to the to both those girls, we loved seeing you go hard at the ball, and unfortunately, both of you came off second best, if that's even possible. <laughs> um, we're going to jump over to the Lions versus the Magpies. Now, the Lions did manage to pip the Pies in a thriller and book their grand final spot. 
Now, this game was really phenomenal. So the Lions came out on top, kicking seven goals, three behinds, 45. And the Pies were six goals, five behinds, 41. Now, yeah. what was so what was so different I mean, about this game? I mean, for for once, it wasn't just a one sided dominance. It seemed that both teams were quite a, quite into the game, um, and it's possible that either of them really could have won by the end of the uh, end of the fourth quarter siren. Mm. But um, obviously, Lions came out. There was five different lead changes throughout the match, so it went from one to another quite a little bit. Um, obviously, there was um, some crucial. Uh, last few goals in the last quarter by yeah, from uh, my two girls Greta Bodie and Dakota Davidson yeah so they kind of s- snuck it home for the Lions at the end there um, definitely used their accuracy as we were talking about before um, to win them that game and put their third ticket over three years <laughs> into the grand final so hopefully... I don't think it's over three years because there wasn't one last, last year, year sorry, and the year four. before that was a Carlton Crows grand final but the Brisbane Lions yeah, were in the first two uh, Grand finals, but haven't won one yet. Anyway, so it's the third time lucky, hopefully, you know, everyone says uh, third time's a chance. Mm. And also a shout out to Ali Anderson, who had 23 disposals and six tackles, um, leading the way in that game. Um, really exciting game all up. Wish all yeah. the girls the very best for this weekend's game on Saturday. Should be quite interesting who will come out on top with the Prem. All right, we're going to go straight into our second news topic. Now, this is almost a collation of all of our injuries to come out of round four, which is a lot, a heck of a lot, a heck of a lot. A lot of people getting injured. Stop getting injured, people. What are you doing? I know. We really do want to see the best players out on the field, although I'm a bit giddy for these first two injuries, considering we play Port next week. Who have Port lost? Um, So Port have lost their halfback in Xavier Dersma and... Their midfield slash, you know, forward of uh, Zach Butters, both two, both uh, very key players for the Port side. Young guns. Um, yes, very young guns that have shown their craft in the Port side so far. Um, Dersma has suffered a significant hyperextension of his right knee, which has forced him off in the last quarter um, in that Port win over Richmond on Friday. Um, so it looks like Dersma will be out for about 10 to 12 weeks. So we yes. won't see him till probably near the end of the season, midway yeah, through. Mid to end. Uh, what happened to Butters, Nish? Um, Butters is going to have to have surgery on his ankle. Um, he suffered an, a syndesmosis injury in the last quarter of that same game against Richmond. So um, his timeline is less clear. You'll probably see a more specific timeline after he comes up from that surgery but those syndesmosis injuries are very nasty they can hang around for a little while so um we don't want to see him rubbed out for too long so hopefully he can I mean, get back I'm, on the track obviously you want to see him rubbed out for the next week. next next week at least <laughs> but um yeah butters has played pretty well i think as of late he's um kind of picked up his form and he's playing a bit more in the center than he is um in the small forward role down the forward line so good to see him having a bit more fun in the center but uh obviously not for a while now not for a couple of weeks maybe a few, bit longer yeah so. um the next injury comes out of collingwood so their vice captain taylor adams will also mix another lengthy stint um so he'll miss 10 weeks he's got a serious knee injury um, and scans on Sunday revealed that he suffered a high-level medial cruci- col- mm. sorry medial collateral ligament strain during Melbourne's night. Uh, sorry, during the Saturday night loss to Greater Western Sydney. So, again, 
another key player for the Pies and they are, you know, it's kind of all going downhill for them. They're struggling, just lost to Greater Western Sydney who didn't look like they had too much going on. No, I was quite surprised when they lost against GWS. I thought GWS were in the bin after their injury (laughs) report. In the bin. Um, but they've proven me wrong. Um, yeah, it kind of sucks. The MCL is not something you want to injure too many times over. Um, no. Not like with any other um, knee injury you really want to do too many times, but it sucks for Taylor Adams to play one of their big key midfielders at the moment mm. for Collingwood. Um, so that's going to hit um, very close uh, to them and their rest of the season, I would feel. Yeah, um, again, another 10-weeker, so we won't see him yeah. till mid to late in the season. Next person is going to be Stephen May. He's taken a massive collision in uh, the Sunday victory against Geelong. Jeez, this one was gruesome. It, it, you see the photo? Of yes, him? I've seen oh the photo. It's all over my social media. I wish it wasn't. <laughs> well, too bad. You saw it. Um, yeah, no, Stephen May uh, is going to be signed up for a month. Um, he's fractured the right eye socket and is concussed as well um, from that uh, bit of a clash what was who was a clash with tom it was hawkins? a um stray elbow from tom hawkins it was a freak accident um definitely nothing on hawkins side was intentional but uh, a swinging elbow um after a contest just copped him straight in that right eye and it swelled up immediately with blood coming yeah. out of the eye so um did not look all that good for Stephen may i mean well May is a is a big part, and I'm when I mean big, I mean a very big part of that Melbourne defence. He, he has like he takes you could the see, best key forward. Takes the best key forward. And you can see how well how much they just are not influential in that game. Like Hawkins did nothing pretty much mm. until Locked May him down. Yeah, until May went off the field, and I think Hawkins from there kicked two goals. Um, but yeah, May's a he's a he's playing at his best form at the moment, especially as um the key defender for the side. So it's oh, it's gonna be a maybe a bit more of a struggle for Melbourne to uh take out some victories with their big key defender gone. Yeah, they are four and zero at the moment though, so um don't write them off just yet. Um, couple of issues coming out of Sydney as well, another four and zero team. Um, so the first one I'll touch on is Isaac Heaney has broken his hand in actually a bit of a silly incident where he went to punch another player and has broken his hand as a result. Um, so uh, he'll miss four weeks. And along with him, it's pretty much Dane much. Rampey, Sydney co-captain, will also miss three weeks after unge- undergoing surgery on a broken finger. So he'd actually had that broken finger in the lead up to round three and he continued to play round three and round four. And now he's going to have the surgery to get it fixed up. A lot of hand issues for Sydney. I was going to say... Um, at least Heaney, you know, if he broke the hand, at least he, if he didn't break the hand, he might have got four weeks anyway for trying to punch a player. So who knows? It would have been four weeks either way. Well, there was talk about him getting weeks for it, but I was like, he's on the sideline anyway. Does it even matter? Um, uh, other than Brownlow votes, of course. But uh, the last injury we've got on our list. Now, we might have missed a few, but this one is probably the most devastating in terms of the length. Um, so Caleb Marchbank from Carlton has done his ACL in the Carlton Reserves practice match on Saturday. And um, this one's a bit, 
you know, a bit sour because he's just come back from, um, he's had a whole list of injuries. He's had stress fractures in his back. He's had issues with his neck. He's had issues with his knees. And um, now he's got a bigger issue with his knees with that ACL. So he'll be sidelined for a year and we won't see him for at least a year. Um, so, so, so until 2022. 2022. And see you then, Caleb. That's if he gets... Um to play in in the Carlton side, which yeah. who knows? Well, it'll be interesting to see what Carlton do. He he was one of those players that Stephen Silvani brought over from GWS and showed a lot of promise, but was always injury prone. And uh, Carlton have not been able to fix that up. So, you know, they kind of got what they signed up for. They they recruited an injury prone defender, and they've got an injury prone defender. So, um, yeah, I mean rough trot for Caleb and we do want to see the best players playing but um yeah sucks anyway we'll go over to a little bit more of a positive story (laughs) finish off our three new stories so um comeback win helps Saints silence self-doubt so Brad Crouch the former Crow um was determined to respond after his disappointing first match in his new colors so we all know Brad Crouch was caught up in controversies over the summer with some drug issues and he faced a ban at the start of the season as a result of that um so what's happened with Crouch this week yeah, I mean, obviously last week he did not, uh, last week in his debut game with St. Kilda, he did not do that well. He only got 15 disposals and a goal uh, in the loss against Essendon. So it wasn't what you would mm. normally see the Brad Crouch do when he was at Adelaide um, towards the end of the season for that team. Um, but this week, um, after the massive comeback that St. Kilda had to do to uh, get on top of uh, the Eagles here, mm. he and en- he ended up having, uh, what did he do? Ended up having 26 disposals, 12 tackles, and six clearances. Um, Crouch just wanted to respond, and that's what he's done. He's responded really well there. He's picked up his game. He wanted to prove a point that it wasn't mm-hmm. just, um, you know, just a coincidence that he did really bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, the whole team did really bad against the, e- the Essen side. So, yeah. I mean, and I think this comes down to their senior coach, Brett Ratton. He's, he's a very positive guy, and he wouldn't have let that loss like define their season or anything a lot of people were saying the saints are done that's them done and dusted for the year there's no way they're making finals after that shocking performance and i'm gonna say i was i was sort of half in that boat because they just looked very unsincere like and that comeback against the eagles obviously one of the top sides even though it was on the saints home turf um, the Eagles are still not an easy side to run over, especially no, once not. you're 33 points down against them. Yeah. Um, and Rats has just done an excellent job with his troops there and rallied them up. And um, yeah, along with Crouch, they all wanted to respond and they did that. They yeah. made a statement. It was a, it was a defining uh, game for St. Kilda. It shows that, you know, they can still be in this uh, with all the injuries that they have at the moment anyway. Um, so it's good to see that they've got that fighting spirit and, you know, Hopefully that's continued throughout the next, the rest of the season. Mm. Right? Obviously, as their um, injury list starts to dwindle down, hopefully they can just pick up their form yeah. and game a lot more. Um, but it was a very defining game um, mm. against the Eagles that, as you said, is a tough side to beat yeah. um, at home or not. Um, so St. Kilda have done well to um, come back from that 70-point 
uh, lost against Essendon mm. and beat over the Eagles. Now, we definitely didn't see the St Kilda we expected at the start of the season. They only marginally won over JWS and then lost a couple of games back-to-back. Um, towards the end of last season, obviously, we saw St Kilda make finals and get knocked out by Richmond. Mm. And, yeah, people were riding them off so early. So I'm happy to see them bounce back and hopefully we can see the quality football that we really do expect from this list. Yeah, definitely so. I mean, I had to win them off after they get lost against us. And to be fair, I think a lot of St Kilda supporters I spoke to uh, were in the same boat. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they can just stay on top of this and continue. straight back into looking at this prospect that is the mid-season draft now it is something that has kind of been interrupted as we didn't see a mid-season draft last year but in the previous year we saw a somewhat successful mid-season draft and was that um, the first mid-season draft that the AFL implemented it's the first one in recent times I believe they used to do it way back when Back in the old days. Ye old times. Ye old times. Um, But in terms of bringing it back, 2019 was the first time we saw it come back. Um, So very interesting prospect, I think, the mid-season draft is. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I think a lot of other sportings uh, around the the world do it. Um, I think soccer is a big one of training people like mid-season um, and all that stuff, um, like getting people from other countries and mm. other teams and even leagues that they don't even play in, like mm. getting those to other leagues. Um, so I don't see why you, what, why we shouldn't do it. Um, it seems like an interesting concept. Um, mm. Obviously, this one is dealing more with a rookie draft than um, trading team to team type of thing. So. Yeah, so it's not a trade period. Yeah. It's just a draft at this stage. There has been talks about a mid-season trade, yeah, I but I think I've that would that be... As well. I think that would be a bit messy in it, AFL. Yeah, yeah, it's an, it would be an interesting one to dive into, but obviously that's not what we're diving into today. Um, we're diving into the rookie draft for uh, this mid-season. Yeah, so um, pretty much the mid-season draft will take place on the 2nd of June in 2021. And what it will allow is it will allow um, teams to pick up new players Um, that are not currently in the AFL system and they could pick players to replace a player that may have gone onto their long-term injury list or if they are seeing a hole in their side where they think they could use a utility player, they can also look at picking up one of those sorts of players. Or if you're Gold Coast, uh, a new Ruckman. Yes, so that is something that we were going to dive into a little bit more. in a specific case, Gold Coast are ruckless at the moment. They are... <laughs> they got me. Ruckless. <laughs> ruckless. You're a real ruckless person. Um, so with uh, Jared Witts going down, um, the Gold Coast captain, obviously yeah. we mentioned it last week, he's done his ACL, poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> you did not sound that sincere at all. You sounded like, oh, you poor thing, you really won us that game last week. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> No, I am. Um, I hate seeing anyone do an ACL, particularly a skipper, a captain, uh, someone that's the heart and soul of a club. 
Um, but it did leave a massive rock-sized hole in Gold Coast list. What are they going to do about it? Well, I'll tell you what they can do about it on June the 2nd. (laughs) They can recruit another one. Another one what? Uh, Another rock. Okay. Yeah, I guess fair. I don't know. Solves their problem that um, Damien Hardwick was talking about. It kind of goes in keeping what he was saying. So, obviously, Mm. Dimmer Hardwick, the Richmond coach... Um, was offering up one of his young rocks to go up and play for Gold Coast. He oh, was what saying, a nice guy. anyone that um, is available and fitting in the AFL system, why shouldn't we give them the opportunity to play at the top level? Now, I somewhat agree with what he's saying. I think it would be awesome if we could send our club So, our, like a loan period, is yeah, that what he's like kind of talking loan. about? I like think, yeah. Again, other clubs, other... Sorry, Hugo. That's all right. I was just saying, we like, send a player off. They play a period there and get some games in and then they come back if and when Richmond need them but I don't know I don't know something about it doesn't sit right with me but I can't put my finger on it I just think like imagine someone from Carlton going off and playing for Collingwood for like six weeks and then coming back (laughs) I don't know if they picked up on that stay in the edit (laughs) you know something about it just doesn't sit right with me and I think a lot of Carlton and Collingwood and Essendon and any other players uh, teams that hate another team they'll kind of vibe with me and what I'm getting at here in terms of the actual effectiveness of it I think it would be effective I I think it would be effective too if we had a whole loan like if you I think again not to not that I'm a big soccer fan as it is um, but they do that in soccer quite a bit they loan different players to different teams for a whatever period again it's more like a trade we'll mm. loan you this player for this many days we'll get this player or whatever it is mm. or like do some sort of exchange thing yeah. um, from what I've seen in soccer so I think it'd be an interesting one I think it's it would help these younger kids get more experience under them and mm. play more games that they might not have been able to play yeah. if they're not in the top 22 which is like a big thing so, but then again, this mid-season draft is giving players that would never have had the opportunity, yeah. you know, maybe until a regular draft period came about once a year to play at an AFL level. What if they're midway through a season and they're firing and they're just ready to step up then and now? They're fresh. They've played half a season of whatever league they're a part of yeah. and they're ready to slot straight into an AFL position. I so mean, that's why it, I think the mid-season draft is really beneficial in that regard. Yeah, I think both of them, um, both of those little things would work. Um, as we've seen in the 2019 draft, um, Pickett um, from the Richmond side, not from the Melbourne side because uh, they're two different Picketts. <laughs> um, and uh, Noble from Collingwood are still active members of their respective sides and are playing, you know, the games that they can play. Um, I'm not sure Pickett has Plickett. Pickett? Plickett? Pickett? <laughs> Has he played this year so far? Yeah, he has. He has been playing for Richmond. He's just uh, like another one of their small pressure players. So he kind of gets, you know, grouped in with that Castagna, Butler. Sorry, no, Butler's but- gone. <laughs> Butler's gone. What am I doing? <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. It's all going wrong right yeah. now. Yeah. <coughs> oh, she's dying. Oh, my gosh. Castagna and Baker. <laughs> um. Yeah. So obviously we've seen that the 2019 mid-season draft um has been able to pick up players of value and obviously Pickett is a premiership player well he debuted there didn't he he did he made his debut in the 2019 so he got drafted mid-year and then played the final yeah in debut (laughs) game he actually played two 
grand finals in that week because he played the VFL grand final and won that. And then he got picked up and played the AFL grand final. Man. Little walk down memory lane for some of you Richmond fans. That was the time to be alive. Not that it isn't now, but um, you are below Carlton on the ladder. Um, anyway, we've seen you're, that the mid-season draft can be dogs. really effective. <laughs> She's going to be accused of face. I don't think you heard me. I said you're below the dogs. So, I mean, I would Everyone's below the dogs. Exactly, so you should shut up. <laughs> It won't last long. I reckon dogs will start dropping yeah, anyway. Yeah, because you, so. don't, you don't have a forward line and Bruce is not the best player in the competition. <sighs> anyway. Sorry, buddy. Okay, let's get off <laughs> this. Um, yeah, no, I think the, the, the 2019 mid-season draft, I think, was going to help well for teams that need this little boost of um, certain players, especially, mm. like we said before, teams like Gold Coast, yeah. who are now out with um, are, are out with the Ruck. So definitely those teams are going to benefit from even a rookie coming in and playing a, f- a good few games mm. in the meantime. And it's not like they can't get um, help get trained by um, Jared, who is the skipper for the Suns, and give him pointers and things to do. Mm. So, you know, it's going to help these younger kids elevate their level even more um, than they would have to wait a whole nother year before they could even possibly get drafted again. So it, I think it just gives more opportunity for more people to come up through the system um, in times of need for certain clubs. Yeah. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, a story that broke today is that Cade Simpson has mentioned that he would not be opposed to a shock mid-season comeback um, on the condition that the team would look likely to play finals. So Cade Simpson is a Carlton hero. He played 342 games for Carlton and one of my favorite players not gonna lie tears were shed the day his announcement was his retirement was announced sorry and um yeah I you know don't really want to see him running around in any other team's colors but it would be humbling to see him get the chance to play finals and he said he still has the desire so yeah and he also said that he had the um the fitness as well if Mm. he wanted to play he could definitely play is what he uh, I believe he said throughout his interview I think it was on the Carlton podcast it was on the Dylan Friends podcast which is another AFL podcast shout out to Dylan Friends on one condition that they give us a shout out back they won't it's fine Dylan Buckley you were my favorite player number seven um anyway that's very sidetracked the point is Cade Simpson he wants more he's hungry he's you know 16 years of footy was not enough and he wants back in well he didn't get a premiership the entire time so no wonder it's not enough he wants that he wants that goal why are you just constantly digging on Carlton man (laughs) like why are you not digging on someone that is actually like not good like Carlton we're in the eight buddy leave us alone you, i swear to gosh last week you were like yeah i don't like our chances at anything i think yeah, well i don't like our chances but right now we're sitting pretty there are teams that are much worse off than us right now um okay we're well, talking about teams worse off do you want to get into our tips then uh no because you are so cocky i need to bring you back down to earth before we do any tips okay here the dogs got this week the suns <laughs> That did not work in my favour. <laughs> oh, I'm giving all this in. I don't care what you say. I'm giving all this in. This That's is good content. Good content. Um, we are going to start with our men's tips. While Jarvis uh, completes his laughing fit that he's having over there, um, I'll put my tip in for the Saints and the Tigers. Now, this game should be a fantastic clash with the Tigers going down and... Um, you know, lowering their colours to port. 
Um, and the Saints just coming up with that huge win. Now, the Saints tend to play better football at Marvel Stadium. Who are you going to go with for this one? Uh, um, ooh. Ooh. I just realized I'm going to go with Richmond. Um, sorry, I'm just kind of confused of what you're trying to get out. <laughs> are you trying to like go like, oh, yeah, dogs are facing these people. They're going to beat the dogs. Eat shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that really did not work out in your favor, then. Okay. Um, you tip anyway, Richmond? I tip Richmond for this one. I think they're just going to come back, and I don't think St. Kilda, even though they showed good against the Eagles, um, I think Richmond would just would be the better side. Mm, you're probably right there, and I am going to go safe. I'm going to go with Richmond as well for that one, although I was very tempted to go for Saints for a very let, quick sh- second there. I should have let you go first. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, next up, we've got the Friday night match, the Eagles and the Pies over in Perth. Who do you have? I have got the Eagles for this one. Yeah, um, I think, you know, they're both a bit down at the moment, but the Eagles are, have that home ground advantage, which has been very apparent um, in the last round of football. Um, and Collingwood are struggling along after their loss to GWS. Yes, and obviously Adams is going to be out, so it's another shot to their midfield. Papang. All right. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I'm going to go with the Eagles, um, especially with home ground. It's really hard to not choose the Eagles sometimes. But, yeah. That's me. Next game on the agenda. It's the one that you thought the dogs were going to lose. Um, which, you know, we, we might we might lose. You know, humbleness. Um, it's going to be dogs versus the Suns at Marvel. Uh, Nish, who you got for this one? Yeah, I've got the dogs for this one. Um, so does Sportsbet. Sportsbet also has the dogs for this one. <laughs> if you want wait, wait, to put money trying- on the Suns winning, I'd do it now before they just <laughs> suspend it. Were you trying... To show that, like, dogs are not even the favourites, like, they're going to lose? Or was that just sports bet, just, like, randomly? No. I said the sports bet think the dogs are going to win. Okay. I thought you were just trying to find another avenue for, like... No, I was just literally looking, and then they're, like, a dollar twelve, and they're $6.40. twelve. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It's almost as bad as, like, McRae's disposal for 20 <laughs> Um, Yeah, I'm the same. Dogs all the way. 5-0, and o, baby. Um, Next game... Uh, it's going to be the Swans and the Giants. It's the Sydney Clash at the SCG. Nish, who you got for this uh, Sydney derby? I'm going with the Swans for this one. Um, Ooh. Can't go past them at the moment. I know they've lost a couple of soldiers, but um, the young guns have not wavered, and I think they will continue to produce the great footy. Not even with Toby Green just kicking goals after goals after goals. I reckon they'll be able to find a man to tag him, but you would hope we'll just so. see how they go. Um, I'm the same. Um, I'm also going Sydney. Um, I think the Giants have showed what they can do with the with the hurt side, but um, I think that's going to stop in the tracks with um, Sydney kind of just plummeting and showing the uh, the little brother of Sydney what for. All right, this game. I think my bias is going to get the better of me. <laughs> no, surely not. You it can't is be the serious. Carlton Blues versus Port Adelaide. Who have you got? I'm going Port Adelaide. I don't see them winning. Obviously, you don't see. Port sorry, Adelaide I, I don't see Carlton them. winning. Okay, My bad. Not to, hey, not not to shit on Carlton. I'm not shitting on Carlton. Okay, I swear. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna get beat okay, later. Okay, we won one premiership at one time. Oh, I'm gonna get beat later tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Port are just playing really good footy. Obviously, we we saw the statistic that um Port hasn't won a game with the MCG since 2018. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, I feel like that's a very small sample size because they only play at the G, what, maybe three times a year. 
So got to be able to play at the G to win a grand final. Though. Very true. That that is true. Um, but I just think they're firing at all cylinders. Um, especially after that game. Who did they face last week again? Richmond. Richmond. That was a sick game. It was from what a I game. saw. But um, yeah. You know, uh, you I'm gonna go with Carlton and hear me out. Okay, I'm hearing you out. I'm listening. Port Adelaide were absolutely dragged home by the umpires last week. Not to take away from their hard work, but when you get 10 plus free kicks, it helps. Um, they also have lost some of their soldiers. No Dersma, no Butters. Those are two players that have been consistently in their side for the past three years. Mm. And now two of them at once have gone down. You also saw Rosie be very battered up that game so that's three of the young guns that were not looking great um so with that being said i'm gonna go with carlton i think we'll have some handy ins this week silvani will obviously go out with that shoulder injury Mm -hmm. but zach williams is available for selection again so if you think about that midfield it's got sam walsh it's got patrick cripps it's got zach williams and it's got will setterfield i'm you know i'm not saying it's a definite but i'm gonna take a chance on the blues this week um, it honestly depends on which Carlton side rocks up, whether it's the side that wants to <laughs> wants to put some effort in or not. Um, blues for me. Uh, I hope I don't eat my words. That was a good monologue. Thank I'll you. See how they- <laughs> well, hopefully they might catch me up with that pointing because I think you're still one ahead anyway. Um, <laughs> oh. Two, actually. Are you two ahead? I haven't done this week's, but um, you tipped Hawthorne and I tipped Freya. Oh my god! Okay, I didn't even I forgot about that. Anyway, um, next game on the agenda, it's going to be Brisbane versus Essendon. Obviously, Essendon has been on the roll the past couple of weeks, and Brisbane have not been. Um, have they've won one game? Essendon they beat St Kilda by seventy five points, and then they lost to Sydney. So weird roll, but um. Wait. Oh, oh, yeah, well, they almost beat Sydney. That's what I was thinking about. Because yeah, they, 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 they drove them to didn't. the limits. I didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, but they drove them to the limits. still one and three. Anyway, I look stupid. Anyway, you go ahead, smarty. Yeah, I'm going to go Brisbane. Brisbane bounce back. Some very good... Oh, what's the word? I, I don't know. Anyway, while you think of that word, I'll give my tip. I also think it's going to be Brisbane. Um, it's in the it's at the Gabba, so hopefully that will give them their little home ground advantage and give those ten plus free kicks that you're so passionate about. Um, I mean, I'm interested to see what side Essendon comes up with if they're gonna fire like they did against uh, St Kilda or they're just gonna fall short. Um, yeah, it should be an interesting little clash. Um, I'm surprised Essendon are doing that well as it is actually. Um, next game is gonna be uh the. Adelaide Crows versus the Fremantle Duckers. Okay, just before you all laugh at me for being dumb, it was good alliteration. Ugh, that's the word I was thinking of. Brisbane bounce back. It's good alliteration. Oh, okay. Anyway. Me dumb. Crows versus Fro at Adelaide Oval. Crows for me. Yeah, I'm the same. Crows, I feel like they're in great form. Walker obviously didn't kick six this week, but, you know, kicked still half of that. Three. Yeah. Good, good, great math. <laughs> cool. Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. Maybe not hot. Um, yeah, that's I mean, not, not too much else for me. Not too much to debate there. I mean, no. Frio, Frio looked better, but um, they were at home and the travel's not too easy and uh, Crows haven't really wavered. They've no. obviously lost that one match against Sydney, but otherwise, look the goods. Yeah. All right, Hawks, Demons at the MCG. Who have you got? Melbourne. Melbourne. 
too easy on that one. Hawthorne are really not showing too much so far this season, haven't won a game and uh, just got beaten by Frio over in the West. So, you know, I don't think this is the week they're going to pop up with the win. No, I don't think that at all. And the last match of the uh, of the round is going to be Geelong versus North Melbourne. Nishi, who you got for this last one? I have got Geelong, obviously. They're yeah. hard to beat there on a good day. So um, at GMHBA, I'll pick Geelong almost every time. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I don't think North really have too much of a chance. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to be quite, quite low on this ladder this year. Which is sad, but... Um, someone's uh, got to be down the bottom. Someone has got to always be down the bottom. Hopefully, I do pick up a win, but I don't think it'll be against Geelong, that's for sure. Um, and that brings us to our very, very exciting, important game on Saturday. It is the 2021 NAB AFL W Grand Final. We have the Adelaide Crows take on the Brisbane Lions. Who have you got, Jarvis? Jeez. Oh, this is actually a tough one. Because realistically, I feel like the Crows could very well just like smash out of the park and defeat um, Lions, but I don't know. Third time lucky for the Lions. Ooh, I'm going to go with the Lions for this one. Interesting. Because I'm going for the Crows, so uh. we are going to be down each other's throats all week. Um, hoping that we can win this tip because I think we are only a couple of points apart. But we will have the final yeah. results for our AFLW tipping competition next week. So hang around for that. Otherwise, anything else to add, Jarvis? Nope, that should be it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in again, guys. We really appreciate all of your support. Um, just a note to make sure if you want to write in your top footy moment, please do that um, via our Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at After the Siren Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at After the Siren underscore. You can also find our personal Instagrams in the description of this podcast. And I just wanted to say, if you could give us a like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify, we love seeing you guys just hit that button and support us means the world. Um, If you could, please do all of that. Is there anything else, Ralphs? Have I forgotten anything? No, I think that should be it. Even a follow on Spotify would be great as well if you can do that. Definitely. We love all the support and... That is all from us. Ciao. See you next week. Bye. Bye.